You were just like I did at your age. Please don't say that thing. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't you take that tone of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. You're listening to Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast. Two friends since first grade, now dads reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with our own kids. I'm Eddie Ferguson. And I'm J.B. Wagner. And on today's episode, we are carrying the banner as we review Newsies. But first, Eddie, how are you and the family doing? We've been better. Uh, We uh, have now joined the cool club. Uh, we, you know, I'd like to say that we contracted COVID-20 because, you know, I'm special. No, I'm joking. So we've, we've been sick. We, we came down with, uh, the COVID at, as some people like to call it, or just COVID as, as others. My wife and I had a very interesting discussion about this. Um, so you say that I got the flu or you say I have a cold you're right you put the article interesting in front of it but with covid the majority of people just say i got covid i got covid i got covid we got covid at one point you got covid we we all gonna get some covid but you were on the mend i am doing better i'm still in quarantine or isolation whatever you call it um for another i think five days so i'm not allowed i haven't left my basement in 10 days this uh that that is astounding. This almost didn't happen. This podcast today almost didn't happen because I didn't even initiate. I was just I was just assuming, oh, Eddie's sick, uh, not gonna be doing this podcast. And then you texted me, probably because you're going insane in that basement. I am. I've had to find some things to do, um, and uh just to be able to keep myself from losing my mind. Uh some of which has been model making. Um for those of you watching, I made a model of a resistance X-Wing, uh, not to be confused with the Rebel, okay? This is blue lining. Totally that different. That means totally different. Uh, that means it's a new era, <laughs> okay? Uh, it's got a gold Luke, base on it or some sand. Well, is that sand? Is that sand? Yeah, it's, a, it's supposed to be like sand. Like it's For the podcast listeners, this is very, it's very detailed. Very well, detailed. It's off at a slight axis because it's kind of turning a little bit, so it isn't a okay, perfect horizon. You ready? You ready for your mind to be blown? The wings close, open and close, and open. Attack How mode. How cool is that? Stealth mode. mode. I have not seen and, a model that you and it's build got the, that looks like that. The blaster shots coming out. You see that? Mid blast. Mid blast. This is something. This is crazy. Is that the only model you did? Of course not. <laughs> Are you ready? Coming into view, landing, descending. I made a lunar module or the limb. Uh, if you are a NASA nut like me, for you insiders, for you insiders, here's my favorite thing. Um, so I mean, here's of course the stairs that Neil Armstrong would have wow. come down and everything. Uh, but the ascent and descent stage separate. Whoa. They dis they 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 break apart. Yeah, so it you can actually you know mimic them l- not just landing on the moon but then taking off as well. So yeah, I um, saw 
which one did I see? One of the later Apollo missions that didn't end up taking off, one yeah. of theirs is on display at the Smithsonian. I can't remember the number. And so I've actually seen a real one in person. Wow. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a space nerd. I don't know if, if anybody you, knew this. If you haven't heard all of our space references and every time that I try to explain something space and then Eddie comes around and uh, re-explains. He, I don't even know what the what the ma- Eddie-splaining version of that, <laughs> of that is, but he's very good. Know-it-all. I'm an insufferable know-it-all. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're on the mend. I'm glad that we you're are doing better. making the best of your time and we hope for a full recovery for everybody. Yeah, we're just trying to, you know, be cool like you you guys. Yeah, we've already done it. We've already been there, done that. Been there, done that. Nothing. Uh, yes. And we hope that if you are listening and you are bound to get COVID yourself, that you also are in a good place and not in a hard place. We obviously want to be sensitive for people like that. But for both of us, I think we both made it through without um, much of a hiccup in there. It was it was pretty brutal, not going to lie, but um, I'm glad it wasn't as bad as others. So praying for those. Yes. But yes. that is not what's brought us. This is not a, no. a health update w- podcast. This no. is not a model building podcast. <laughs> Though I may start one note. Yes, this is, we're talking about newsies today, but before we get started, because we have entered a new year, uh, we just finished up five straight movies in 1991. Now Which they moving- really picked up. I mean, yeah. this is kind of showing you Disney's strategy of really producing more movies each year. Mm-hmm. And we've got five more for 1992, a great year. This year uh, is... Uh, there's five different movies we're going to be talking about. We might even be referencing one in some of the hits. So we wanted to just walk you through the major events for 1992. So Eddie, get us started with the politics. Yeah, I I don't know if you... I remember my very first like presidential election that I can recall was 1992 yep. um, when Bill Clinton won the presidency. And it was a pretty substantial one because it's really it was one of the few times we've had a major third party candidate in Ross Perot. Ross um, Perot. And yes. many people credit him for kind of the reason why Bill Clinton, you know, was able well, to win. Time, yep. Um so yeah, that was a pretty uh big, very different uh election than what we've come through, shall I say? Yes. Um I think recently it kind of makes you Long for how Long for the, the good old days. simpler elections, yeah. Simpler elections, uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, we actually, this year, I remember this distinctly because they had all of us in kindergarten actually fake vote. And they're just like, fake hey, vote. you can vote. These are the three people. You can go vote for them. I have no idea yeah. who I voted for. Um, but I just remember us going to a little fake bo- voting booth and and submitting our ballot. And that's Doing how your I civic lo- duty. Exactly. And that was the Bill Clinton year, for sure. Yep. This was also a big year because that this was the year that started the North American Free Trade Agreement um, between Canada, the United States, and Mexico. I'm actually wearing my Mexico sweatshirt, um, which is it was pretty significant. You know, created the free trade amongst our three countries that uh, contributed quite significantly to the economic boom of the '90s. Yep. In sports, uh, some less less intense stuff, but we had the Washington Redskins won the Super Bowl. Michael Jordan won his second title with the Bulls. We had the Toronto Blue Jays 
won a title in here. And then we also this year had the Barcelona Olympics. Sorry, JB, that was the Barcelona Barcelona. 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 (laughs) (laughs) We also, uh, the Oscar for Best Picture this year was won by Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Still kind of one of those classic movies. Um, The highest grossing film of 1992 was one that we will cover yes, here we will. shortly. And we've referenced um, in previous previous episodes. That would be Aladdin, of course. Um, and then Boys to Men was the top song, End of the Road. Were you a big Boys to Men fan? I appreciated I appreciated a good Boys to Men song, but I think that was a little bit later than 1992. I've I, this would have been more yeah. 5th to 7th grade time started to appreciate them a little bit more then. We also, um, I was a big fan of this next one. Uh, Barney and Friends premiered. I was so big, excited when I found this, when I found that this big, uh, that happened. <laughs> I may have had a Barney-themed birthday party, if I recall. Um, well, if that's yeah. Nancy, uh, if she can, she, she's still got some plates left over. She would napkins. remember, she would remember. And then this was the, is I... You put the note in here. Is this the first year for MTV Real World? First year for MTV Real World. This was, I know that Survivor and all of those shows came a lot later than this, but Real World was the first reality TV show that came on, and it was 1982. And that is when MTV became a reality TV network. Instead of music. (laughs) Because it's like all they do. Yep. Oh, goodness. Yep. Uh, some other random facts for this year. Mall of America opened the cool same place. year. So did Euro Disney in France. Yeah. Which, did, is that the one that went under or no? Am I making this up? You're making this up. Okay. Almost. It almost went under. So you're not making it up. I should. I should it was in peril. Up. It was in peril it, for a hot second. It is what caused Disney so much trouble in the latter half of the 90s and early 2000s. That's right. I knew that there was chaos. I just went a a step too far. Step too far. If you go, though, the Imagineering story on Disney Plus covers in great detail not only the building, but they're actually quite honest on how much of a struggle it was. So Yeah. Um, But now it's doing great. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Other things to end this on a sad note, because we always have to have a sad note for this random section for uh, no cover a year. Um, there's no drugs this time. Uh, we did have the L.A. riots. <laughs> we also had uh, Category 5 Hurricane Andrew decimating I'm, Florida. I remember watching the news after Hurricane Andrew and just being like, wow, just my mind was blown that that was possible. It, it's always like the big one that everybody compares mm-hmm. to it. How big is this going to be compared to Hurricane Andrew until Katrina came Katrina. and then Katrina came and But there's still like it's still referenced. It's Andrew mm-hmm. and Katrina are the two yes. the two that they they go over. That's yeah, pretty crazy. Yes. So substantial year 1992 for sure. Um this was my uh, this was the year my family was supposed to move to indiana um i was i should have been in kindergarten with you we should have been in kindergarten together but alas we had to wait an extra year 
our house would not sell in Missouri. And so that is why we've been friends since first grade instead of kindergarten. Instead of K-5. Um, we would have had to I, come up with a better friend since first. Just sounds better. It's almost like friends, it was almost like we were meant, it was meant it to was happen. It was meant to be. It's it was destiny. meant to happen. But what, what is also meant to happen is for us to actually talk about yes. why we came here today, which is to talk about this awesome musical Newsies. Cue the Disney-ish sound effect. Well, I was about to ask Eddie if you wanted <laughs> to read the IMDb description, but it sounds like maybe I should just go ahead and handle yes. it because yes. you had a coughing fit during the uh, during the interlude <laughs> there. <Yes. laughs> so, I tried to time it. Yep. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and go for it. Okay, hold up. A musical based on the New York City newsboy strike of 1899 when young newspaper sellers are exploited beyond reason by their bosses. They set out to enact change and are met by the ruthlessness of big business. Dun, dun, dun. There, were, there were two sentences here. That's how intense yeah. this thing was. I feel like they could have maybe made it into one. But anyways, 1899, musical, New York City, the Newsboys. Not the Newsboys, but Newsboys. <laughs> Christian so, music reference there. How, um, how, how much did you... What's the nostalgia factor for you on this one? Oh, like I mean, from a, through the roof. Through the roof. Okay. Through the roof. We... My sister introduced me, my older sister introduced me to mm-hmm. Newsies. It was watched many, many, many times in our household. Too many to count. Could sing along to every one of the songs that came up. Knew most of the lines, most of the big lines. Could almost anticipate them coming before they even happened. Huge movie in our household. Yeah, same here. I mean, this is one of the top movies of like the Disney decade for our family. Like, I can sing every single song from memory, word for word. I can even break off and do the sub harmonies. Like, I'm (laughs) I'm annoying to watch this movie with because I can like sing the harmony that the guy in the back corner is singing during "Carry the Banner." Um, Where does this rank on the how much you know this movie? on the scale of zero to that thing you do. I knew you were going to call it that thing you do. Uh, Cause that is the, the, the pinnacle. Um, I love that movie. Um, is that a Disney movie? Are we going to get to that or no? We're not. It's not a Disney oh, movie. Okay. Whatever. Sad day. Your lost listener. I need to have a moment. Um, no, it would probably be, Right below it, and just a notch or two. Can't go too many more more notches because this thing is—it's incredible. It's great. It's it awesome. really is. I I um in rewatching it, it's it was like a reminder of just how um how it's 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 a good just cinem cinematic adventure. I don't know, like it's just like. Your big set pieces, these the rooftops, 
yeah. And these big dance scenes, like it's obvious this was directed by a choreographer. I mean, the whole thing by is Ortega. built up. Same guy who did yes. High School Musical. Kenny Ortega. Kenny Ortega. He goes on from Newsies to do another movie we're going to cover here real soon. And that's Hocus Pocus, which Ooh. is another cult classic. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's it's just kind of set up to be... Um, it's reminiscent of kind of your old school musicals, which my mom loves. So I grew up watching, you know, all of your Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I was Brothers just about to and, say that. You introduced me to that as well. Yeah. Singing in the Rain, Sound of Music, like all of these like big, big, you know, movie musicals. It feels like that. Like it is definitely made in that vein, but it's a spectacle. Not from the it's, 40s a, it's a moment. Yeah. It's a big moment. Yeah. It's a big scene. It's not a, um, small couple having dinner together, but they're having internal drama. No, this is moving, sweeping. Um, I remember just, so rewatching this again, I I was looking for the things that I hadn't seen before, but just so interesting. Some of those dance sequences, no one is just like in their own space doing the dance. It's like, they're all interacting. They're not really fighting, but they're choreographed together in and out, uh, battling with sticks and other things like that. Um, there's so much life and so much movement mm-hmm. uh, that's happening on on the screen. And it's so just engrossing and captivating. Yeah, and it will zoom in and kind of have these fun little moments. Um, I think the... Shall we get to uh, the lead character and lead actor, I should say, I don't think was picked for his singing and dancing ability. No. Um, in fact, think it, in fact, there was one moment where in one of the songs for the longest time, I thought he messed up. I thought he fell over and was just like when they, when the, the, the line he talks about the earthquake uh, during carrying the banner, he kind of does this, but everybody else has like a very specific motion and he did not <laughs> he kind of like just kind of like wobbled <laughs> doesn't know what to a do time i thought he just like messed up and they had the wrong take but re-watching it i was like oh it's real well we're talking about is christian bale yes out of nowhere pre-batman pre-batman, pre-Batman which is kind of crazy to see him so small of a person at this time mm-hmm. he's 18 he's around 18 years old when this movie came out or when the movie came out so he's probably like 17 and he looks it he looks very and actually, I appreciated that that a lot of times they'll get super older actors to play younger younger um, people like high school, et cetera. But these kids, these they, they look like kids. They're all young men, so incredibly young, like right at that age where, and maybe it, back in the day they would have been even younger, fifteen, sixteen, whatever. But they're still really young and like pretty frail. Isn't the right word, but you can. What we know him now, where he's this big, like larger, bulkier, got meat on him, um, strong got person, got meat on wow. him, strong, strong person uh, <laughs> from all the Batman movies. It's really interesting to see him this many, many years ago, so much, um, so much smaller. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, there, there's that. I think Santa Fe, the dance and singing through all that, you're like, okay, he's not the strongest singer and dancer in this group, yeah. but okay. But he is, but he is the standalone, like that character he plays in here is Jack Kelly, the guy that he, everybody's looking up to, 
Mm-hmm. He owns it because he is also the best actor of this entire sure, sure, group. Sure, sure. Obviously, we've still got the characters we love, especially Crutchy, just so endearing even after all these years. But you kind of, it helps that, that we have all these kind of no name, not very well known. Only a couple of people would go on to do much else. Uh, one of the guys ended up going in to do uh, Mighty Ducks. But besides that, Christian Bale is far and away the most, uh, especially now recognized and the best actor of everybody in here of the of the students. You've still got Robert Duvall and other Bill characters Pullman. like that. Some great yeah. villains in this, which is yes. a huge reason why most of the movies that I love or or hate is based off of how good their villains are. Snyder, the guy who's chasing down all the kids and, and running the show. Uh, Robert Duvall mm-hmm. as Joseph Pulitzer, which I mean, I've never heard a name have so much vitriol when they're like Pulitzer, like, like there's just so many, <laughs> it's just a couple of syllables, but there's so much, so much vitriol every time they say Pulitzer his, and Hertz, Pulitzer, they think they Pul- own us. I can't even do it. Pulitzer, it's, and in that accent, it's so good, oh, but yeah. I've gone down a very strong, random rabbit trail to get to this point, but yes, Christian no, but Bale. That, and that, what's crazy is like, for um, for a movie that's just kind of settled into kind of more of a cult classic of a movie, not necessarily like your Beauty and the Beast or you know, mm-hmm. kind of, yep. It, it, it's got a deep bench of really strong, you know, strong actors. I mean, just to have Christian Bale and Robert Duvall alone in it, uh, and Bill Pullman. I mean, he Bill was at Pullman. the top of his game in the nineties. Um, you know, that's pretty pretty spectacular to to have that in a movie and it's it's what makes it more than just a um a kids movie you know yeah. it really kind of pushes it up to another level again it makes it one of those spectacle musicals and i think that was one of the things that why it kind of resonated with the 90s disney kids generation so much is because it is a movie musical out of our generation and the yeah. kids on the screen were our age, you know, it was kids on the screen, um, which is kind of interesting because you fast forward just a little bit and you get high school musical from him and, and it kind of did a similar thing where it just kind of caught. Um, and I think if Newsies would have been pushed, well, that's how it caught is because they uh, it didn't do well in the box office. And so they released it on the Disney Channel and it became huge. It exploded oh. on the Disney Channel, and then uh, the they released with it. Eddie. Uh, and then they put it out on VHS, and those were the kind of the two things that just launched it and made it huge. It was a box office flop by all standards. Um, it only made like two or three um, million in the box office. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. It was not not a lot, but then once it hit, um, kind of you know your other distribution formats, it it just blew up and it's a again kind of a a cult classic was it a movie or a broadway musical first it was a movie and uh this was developed fully to be a musical um and it was in fact initially developed by um alan minkin and howard ashman were going to be the ones doing all the music and pushing it together um and they were but howard ashman got ill and was not able to work on this project. Um, so Alan Minken was working on this while they were still finishing up and wrapping up Beauty and the Beast. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. That's so and interesting. The, and it just kind of the songs that they he was writing for them just became they were so good 
that it just moved more and more into this kind of spectacle, uh, you know, musical spectacle. So you referenced the musical, though, so let's cover it there. Like, that was pushed by the fans. Like, the reason why, you know, it eventually in the uh, 2000s and finally in the teens um, became a, a Broadway musical was because the the fans pushed for it so much and just kept asking. Um, and it actually has turned out to be one of their more successful Broadway productions. Wow. Is it still, is it still going today or has it kind of waned It's off? not. It's not on Broadway, but it is traveling. It does have a touring company. Well, nothing right now, but it did pre-COVID. Um, and you can see it on Disney+. And if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. It is well worth I it. I have not. I have not watched the, 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 the Broadway version of this. It is really good. They do some updating. They change a few characters around. Um, well, in that case, then no. Then I'm out. <laughs> But I would say I would say for the better. I I was okay. really shocked. I um when I first heard of a few of the changes they made, yeah, who, I was tell, little, tell me who uh, we lost. Tell me who got the axe. Uh, well, no, I I want I want you to discover that. I don't want to rob that discovery from you. You're gonna make me go watch the musical version. Maybe that's what uh, my mm-hmm. wife and I will be doing tonight. Speaking, <laughs> but speaking of characters, when that first opening voice starts talking. I'm immediately back in there when he, yes. when he makes a mention about Penny, a pape, I'm like, uh-huh. I'm in, I'm sold. You know, what's funny is, you know what this guy with this character's real name is like what they, not the actor, but what the actual character's name is that they never really talk about his name in the, in, in it. Racetrack. Racetrack Higgins. Yeah. That's the craziest name. I, I never knew what this guy's name was. The entire time, because they don't like everybody else, like Crutchy and Boots and Jacket, like everybody, they saying their names all the time. But he just comes in and does his wise guy stuff and then goes back out. And they never really, they, really they say, say it. it. They say it once. But then the other thing is he's always talking about selling his papes at the racetrack. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yep. he's like, hey, I got a sure bet. Um, you know, can you spot me for for papes? And then at the end of that day, they're like, hey, what happened? And he goes, hey, you know about that sure bet I, I told you? Yeah, nobody told a horse. Nobody told the horse, yeah. <laughs> no, but racetrack Higgins. Yeah, once the moment he starts talking, it takes me back immediately. And yes. I'm back in that mode. Yes. I'm fully bought in. I feel like the, the way people talked in this was, I don't even know how you can calculate it. 20% of the magic of this, 30% of the magic just taking you to a new place that I, I mean, I'm, I'm here in Tennessee and I'm not walking around listening to people talk like this, talk like this. So I think that's some of the adventure that we were talking about is just like the vernacular and the way that these people are talking. Well, and you see that in that, that opening scene accent. when they're moving through the bunkhouse and you're being introduced to all the different characters. That's guy. It is a deep, deep, um, character driven film like you just feel like you know these characters and mm-hmm. they're they're different from you you know they're newer the Delancey brothers <laughs> you just want to I just want to say I all of these all of these random lines that just like no context but just make me laugh make me happy it is it is really good um, what is your favorite song 
I knew this was going to come up. Uh, initially, just rewatching it, I wrote down Santa Fe, but I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong because and the world will know gave me goosebumps again. Oh yeah, it's oh yeah, it 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 is my favorite song with Santa Fe being the second one. Uh, although. Santa Fe is the reason that when I was driving from Denver back to Los Angeles several years ago, I took the Southern route because of we had, there were some storms happening in the Rocky mountains. And of course I, I had to force myself to, to pull over in Santa Fe, even though I definitely didn't need to just so I could go Santa Fe. Oh, you then just like start screaming it. And then people were at subway were kind of like, what are you doing right now? Um, but uh and the world will know is um i know seize the day is a big one too but like and the world will know it's just you belt it, it me, you it, feel it in your soul i feel it in my soul and it gave me goosebumps listening yeah. to it again uh immediately so eddie now the tables have turned you've got to give me an answer of what your favorite song of one of the most amazing movies is so this is, of course, a very difficult uh, question to answer. Um, I think what I have to say is the way I decide what my favorite song is, is what is my favorite to sing along with? <laughs> Gotta have criteria. So I'm glad you Gotta have, have criteria. Because, yeah. I mean, they're all so good. They're all so amazing. Um, like, I love carrying the banner and seize the day. Like. Just I will belt those out, sing them, harmonize with them. But I think my favorite song is King of New York. I knew it. I knew it. I was sitting there going, sing along. Okay, that's because that that is a great one. That is definitely when it came out. I was like, oh, do I want to go back on my decision after I when we got to that song? But I was like, no, oh, I'm sticking with and the world will know. It's so good. And and I think one of the things that I love about it is every character gets their own little kind of moment, you know, and kind of special thing of like, even what would spots they, in there, even, even spots, spots with his, there. with his yeah. tub. What would they do if, um, you know, they were King of New York. So yeah, I would have to say that that is, um, my favorite song is King of New York. You, you bring up spot, spot Collins. And, uh, in my research and trying to kind of understand this, I didn't realize this, but, uh, on oh, his name's blanking me. But the guy who actually led the real Newsies strike that was the leader of like Brooklyn. It was the Spot Collins character. Um, and he apparently in real life had like such a distinct Brooklyn accent um, that anytime he was quoted in the newspapers, they would have to do like the phonetical kind of writing out of everything he said because it was just so so unique to him but yeah yeah any other history history tidbits about the real the real newsy strike that you got for us this was a one that i found this this go around um i say this go around because you know i gotta like go down my my research rabbit trails every <laughs> once in a while um so the actual um newsy strike was resolved more with a compromise in that they kept the increased price of the paper, but the world uh, Pulitzer 
gave uh, in and allowed that any papers that they don't sell, the newspaper would buy back from the newsboys. So that was the compromise. Um, So the elevated price stayed in real life, but they would buy back from them um, those things. Now, the movie's a better ending. The movie the movie is a better ending. And it's just a few years after that that we have the actual child labor laws and all of that start to come into place. So it makes sense from a movie standpoint that they kind of push those together. Yes. Because that is the 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 bigger thing that that happens here. Yes. Going back through and rewatching this again, those stood out a lot more this time. When I watched it before, I was more worried about Jackie. I was more worried about Jack and the uh the 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 newsies and them getting what they deserve and not having the uh the audacity this time i was like 10 cents hmm interesting only 10 cents but okay i guess it is a big deal if you're if that's if that's a lot of money at that time you know inflation and things like that uh but the child the i saw more nuggets this time for the child labor Unions, I was like, oh, that is a bigger thing. Like, not only is it it happened just here, but it could happen everywhere where child labor is happening. And you get a lot more sense of that, obviously, when the unions uh, are striking for the trolleys. Uh, but I definitely felt a little bit more of those, what do you call adult, adult problems throughout yeah. this on this second going. When you're a kid watching it, you're just, for me at least, I'm just watching the body language of people. It's like, oh, I like this guy. Oh, I don't like this guy. <laughs> what What did you think of a Teddy Roosevelt this this go around? He's always so much fun. Yeah, he's 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 not really in it that long to have that many opinions of him. But he's kind of like this. T- Ooh, I got in on Teddy Roosevelt's. Uh, well, my carriage. favorite, my favorite, one of my like top five moments of the whole of the whole movie is Teddy Roosevelt there at the end with his hat, and he's just like. The hat is going up and down, and he's like smiling. Like he's animatronic, like he's from the from the Hall of Presidents. Hall of Presidents, <laughs> yeah. That's all I can think. It's exactly what I think of him. Like he looked animatronic there. I picked uh, up. I picked up on the fact that he was the governor at that time. Yes, he's not, governor, not at that time. president. No, that wouldn't that have happened on my for first a while. viewing when I was thirteen or ten or whenever yeah. the first time I saw this was. Oh, but such a such a fun movie. I um. It it is one that you can't sit still to. It is, um, you know, it just kind of makes you want to. I would pay to see bit. you be have to sit on your hands for this for this movie. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. I, I, I was one. I wanted this. I wanted to be in this musical. Like this wasn't <laughs> just like I enjoy watching this. No, it was like I can remember like being a kid going, man, I wish. I wish our school would do news. We should have pushed harder to do this instead of you're a good man, Charlie Brown. Oh, definitely. I hated <laughs> you're a good man, Charlie Brown. Uh, who you? I was Schroeder, and I you was Linus. Were I had the blankets. Linus. I yep. drew. Yep. I jumped around and sang my blankie in me. Very I manly. dyed my hair blonde when I had hair. Um, and that was, yeah, that was kind of a miserable experience. But they didn't have it in musical form back then. Oh, they did. I, I looked. I looked. No. It, it hadn't been it, translated yet. So this, so this must have turned into a musical in the mid-2000s then? 
Um, well, let me look it up here for you. You can you'll so, you, you look that up while I continue to go down the list of random phrases from this movie that I at that I just two, 2011 loved. was when it first um began wow. its yeah. That's and that's very recent. It hit it hit Broadway um 2012. Okay, so we're this is newer. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, not that much before. Well, probably we didn't hear a ton about it because it was right before uh, Lin Manuel Miranda came on and shocked the world. <laughs> it, it it was not like a runaway success like Aladdin has been, but um, Aladdin, the Broadway musical that is, um, but it did like keep getting extended and it eventually got extended to an open-ended run, which is a really good sign for Broadway. A lot of a lot of Broadway musicals don't get a open-ended run, let alone, you know, a touring company as well. So again, they filmed it and it's on Disney Plus and it's really, really cool. It's really good. They brought back Alan Minken to kind of rewrite a few of the songs. I think there's a, a few new ones as well. So I should watch it? Yeah. Have I not fully established that need, that vacuum in your life? Well, I say that what you say is what I say. It's what I say. And maybe let's, that's what I will do that. So that's a good line. Let's do that. Let's. So um, my other favorite line is when Jack Kelly uh, grabs one of the thugs and he's like, this is for Crutchy. Boom. And headbutts him. The headbutt. Every, remember every Crutchy? Remember you Crutchy? Crutchy? This is for Crutchy. Uh, when, he spit, when he spits on his hand for the first time, he's like, what's the matter? It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> then the big yeah. ending with the spitting on the hand. Uh, and then, of course, the, uh, the other favorite line of mine is, uh, you know, whatever happened to that, that big tip of yours? Yeah, nobody told a horse. <laughs> <laughs> we got the quintessential line. Headlights don't sell papes. Newsies, Newsies sell, sell papes. Yes, Without us, yes. no one knows nothing. Oh, it's so good. It's just so good. My father told me not to lie. Well, my dad told me not to starve. And it's not lying. It's just improving the truth is all. <laughs> I got I got several in here. but Keep them growing. Keep them rolling. The, uh, how do you know Meta? You're a friend of my father's. <laughs> 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 when the little speaking of when the little kid later on is singing after yes. the long day singing Kuchiku with me, and they, they're just embarrassed, and the their parents are like, "Would you like to explain why our son is singing this song?" Oh, it's so good! It's such a fun movie. I uh, I put it. I I, I ready, have. Are we ready to rank it? Yes, yes. I'm already, um, I'm already guessing that this is going to be on your Mount Rushmore. Yep, it's it's up there of the you, Disney you 90s movies. You've filled two spots already, Eddie. You filled two of the you only get four. Four. Um and I think the fourth one is going to surprise people. I think it's going to kind of like come out of left field on people cuz I've already thought of it. Um but Newsies would be there. Um I almost wanted to give it to um Mighty Ducks. I almost was kind of holding out, but uh, no, I, I give it to Newsies. 
I give it to Newsies. So if you're keeping track, it's Rescuers Down Under, uh, Beauty and the Beast, and Newsies. Wait, you've used up three spots. Yeah, I've used up three spots. Three whole spots, Eddie. There's three not much room. Spots. There's only one spot. Not even tonight. We're we are two we're years. We are two years into the nineties, and you've already used up three of your spots. As That's why I'm waiting. As, That's why I'm waiting. I want to get through most of them. Or get through more of them. But you know me. Like as soon as we brought up this whole Mount Rushmore thing, I like. I sat down at our movie list, which if you haven't gone to our website, honeywemade.com slash movies. And you can see all of the movies. I sat down with that list and I was like, what is going to be my Mount Rushmore of the 90s? And I made them. And this was the one where I'm like, yes, of course. Well, does it go to Mighty Ducks? Like there was just this brief moment because I love Mighty Ducks a lot. And then I was like, no, this gets it. Now, the fourth spot, you're going to have to wait a while. It actually comes towards the end of the, the decade. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to make you come back for more, but it is there. It's cars, isn't it? <laughs> you waited till I took a sip of water for that. <laughs> so, yes, I would give this easily um, uh, five gummy worms. Five gummy worms for me, too. There is, uh, I don't think we've hit one that. If it got five that we didn't give it, that I didn't give it, change it over. I basically, once you get to five, you become gummy worms. Like that's the, <laughs> you just, you magically turn from fruit snacks into gummy worms. Um, yes. Yeah. Which has not been the case for the last one we did, which was <laughs> Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. That got half, or I think I got one fruit snack. Yeah, no, we're giving it, we're giving it the full five gummy worm salute on here. And now I just want Easily. gummy more gummy worms for myself <laughs> that's all i want now uh should we ask should we ponder the question what would have happened if their parents weren't dead which we're assuming or if they had parents in general all these all these boys running around with no parents other than snyder to try to rein them back in and he obviously is the villain so all parents are the villains in this well, I mean, Davey has his parents, you know, but he's working because his dad is was ill. Yep. Or mm-hmm. hurt. Um Yeah, oh, and I think that in the rewatch, um I n- older, I kind of look back on this now, but especially like as as a parent, that opening scene where you've got when they're receiving their food Patrick. from the nuns. Yes. Yeah. It's haunting. God save my son. Yep. That part. What, how, what part was that? God again? save my son. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it shows you, you know, some of these didn't have parents. Some were runaways. Um, it is such a funny yeah, moment to have this, the, this massive song. And then all of a sudden it's like nuns. I didn't get that as a kid. Like that whole scene. Like I didn't understand the, even the mom. Um, like that just boom straight over my head. Like, what is this random lady doing singing? You know? Um, so watching it back now, it, it kind of makes more sense. Yeah. It, it, it makes you, f- it sets up the, the eventual end of the movie of like, yeah, we probably shouldn't be having kids do all this work for us. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Basically the, uh, moral of the story are there any right. other unintended morals of this story other than capitalism is the devil? 
capitalism <laughs> is the devil, uh, according to this. Um, I am so thankful, though, that Disney Plus warned me that there are tobacco depictions in this film. Oh, really? Yes. Well, you know, it tells yeah. you now mm-hmm. at the beginning of everything, um, especially to see, you know, um, teenage boys running around smoking cigars, you know, that's probably not the best thing for their overall health and <laughs> for their overall if, health. Yeah. If working in the coal mines ain't going to kill you. <laughs> smoking cigars, but we are now warned about it. Did you watch this with your kids? No, I when you had texted me that with this we were on for tonight i had some busy work to be doing uh uh so you just put it on so I, I put it on right next yeah. to me was doing was rendering a lot of projects uh some video projects and was able to emotionally to take that in while doing isn't that tasks isn't that what's amazing about this movie is it can kind of be um, a, a soundtrack unto itself. Oh yeah, like like I like listening to the soundtrack, but I also like listening to the movie yes. as if it's its own soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I, I've done that quite a lot. Yep. But like, oh, I'll just put it on and you know work on some models. <laughs> Would you have let your daughter date <laughs> either of the two main characters in this? <laughs> Um, no, I, I don't, that, that is that element of sitting watching, uh, Davy's parents is you're like, what is going on here? Like, especially, um, the, the youngest son, um, of letting him kind of run off. You're like, eh. he probably doesn't need to be going off with his big brother. <laughs> right. You're like, where's, why aren't the parents stopping him right now? Less. And they're sorry. proud. They're very proud. Oh, proud. You know. So proud. Almost as proud as, uh, what's his name from, uh, from another movie that we previously did, Shipwrecked, where the father's like, oh, yes. so proud to send his son off to die on the ship <laughs> as the first mate. It's kind of like that. Different, there different goes my times. son. Different times. Well, you say, my, my dad's so proud because we, we know Jack Kelly, who occasionally, <laughs> occasionally eats with <laughs> us. The emphasis on occasionally, of the course. The big emphasis on on that. Um, oh, so yeah, so any good. any final words about Newsies that you want to just like give to the world? Carry the banner. Carry the banner. And seize the day. Seize the day. All I can tell you is, well, some of them don't hear so well, so we're going to soak them. <laughs> soak them. Isn't that a great, a great phrase? Like, why don't we use that more? And it doesn't, it doesn't even mean anything. <laughs> just, we're going to soak them. Okay. Well, what, is that, what does that actually mean? There's kind of some... Fi- okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. Whatever. But that's it for Newsies. We have hit such a good movie. Such a great movie. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Eddie, do you have a good poll question for our listeners uh, today? You already get. You already got it in the can. Yes. Which newsy group? Um, you know, would you be a part of? Which newsy leader would you follow? Would you follow Jack Kelly? 
or would you follow spot cons? Is there any third option in there? Are we going to, are, are we going to open it up two- to being a scab, a scab? Mm, no, no, don't that's even, not even an option. Don't even. No, why Mr. Weasel. No, Mr. Weasel. Mr. Weasel. Mr. Weasel. Um, yeah. Why are you even listening to this? If you would be a scabber, like, no, we we don't want you. Okay. We'll, we'll, Brooklyn we'll or that. Manhattan? You Brooklyn pick or which... Brooklyn or Manhattan? Brooklyn. Have no fear. Brooklyn is Brooklyn here. Is here. Yep, that's an, that's another one. I don't know that I got that one down. But I, no, I did. I did. I have it. Never fear. Brooklyn is here. Well, that's oh, awesome. Yes. Uh, but I think I think I gotta go. I gotta get my uh, tap shoes out to um, do some do some choreography tonight. I'm gonna pick up a new hobby of block printing and start my own newspaper. Sign me up. <laughs>